on this episode of Why Watch That. If you are unsure of who he is, if you don't know Purple Rain, you know, he plays the daddy. He was in uh, Tales from the Hood. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to get you something. They went in with guns. They came out with jabs. (laughs) And the only thing you need is a good story. And you need to know how to tell it. And then what you do is you use whatever you have whether it's your phone, whether it's an 8mm, to tell the story. Get your neighbors, get your friends, whoever to put in it, tell the story. Yes. Why Watch That as a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. Presented by Dynamic Network. The Why Watch That Talk. My, my, my critic, the world is sort of in mourning. Well, they are. Yes, yes, they are. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. We lost um, just recently one of the, in my opinion, one of the greatest entertainers and artists of all time. And that is, of course, none other than Prince. That's right. Yeah. Call him what you want. Prince Nelson. Prince, the artist formerly known as the kid, the symbol. <laughs> um, and I, quite frankly, honestly, I, I, I'm not doing well. I've taken it pretty hard. Really? Yeah, I have. You know, there's, there's, uh, Prince is definitely one of my top of all time. I'm talking, I'm talking. One of my top um, artists in the top three. And I won't tell you who the other two are as far as like just artistry goes. And he's, you know, he's transitioned from this life. So what we wanted to do um, on the podcast was to honor amazing movies about music, not musicals, right? Not musicals. No, not musicals. Not musicals, but movies about music, or or you know, basically another character is is the music, and um, we of course want to start off with one of my favorite movies about music, and that is Purple Rain. Purple Rain, <laughs> yeah, Purple Rain, yes. Can I tell you? Because I know you're going to go in on this one, but before <laughs> you do, can I just say about Purple Rain? This was a movie that I was not allowed to see as a kid. Oh. So the first time I got a chance to peek that on cable, I did. And, you know, Prince was there. It was just colorful and dark and just, you know what? Almost like uh, Batman <laughs> from, <laughs> from 1980. Well, he did do the soundtrack of Batman. Yeah, so. yeah. Almost. And I just remember that. And, you know, well, in, in, in addition to Prince, you know who I also think of? I know you're gonna. Say. I, no, you. I don't think you do. I'm not, I'm not gonna go to him because you're gonna oh. bring that up. Morris Day. Oh, Morris Day. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, them going back and forth. So that's he what said, I have. He said, he said, "Can you sing and dance?" <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so basically yeah, the overall story is it's it's about this um, artist, this upcoming artist named The Kid. And it's played by Prince, of course. And he is in this Minneapolis music scene trying to break through and has a rival, Morris Day. Yeah. And almost like a battle of the bands um, for the performances. Meanwhile, going... Yeah, it's on- like, um, <laughs> it's like a West Side Story. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it is. It's like... Yeah. Music and basically, without extending it all, the kid Prince has a very dark, dark family life. Um, and um, his father is an amazing musician, but he has seen the end of his musician days via alcohol and drugs and things. And his mother, who's trying to be faithful to stay there, is you know abused and things like that. And and reluctantly, the kid picks up some of those bad habits um, when he meets. The beautiful Apollonia. That's right, yeah. Uh, and who played the father, though? Uh, no, go ahead. I'm going to let you go ahead. Look, uh, look, everybody, if you have listened to this podcast, you know <laughs> Clarence Williams, the third. Third. Not the first, not the second. The, the third. third. Okay. And if you are unsure of who he is, if you don't know Purple Rain, you know, he plays the daddy. As the ref just said, but he, daddy. <laughs> well, he's always scary. I mean, he was in uh, Tales from the Hood. Okay. <laughs> and, <hell. laughs> and my favorite, of course, I'm going to get you sucker. Oh, yeah. Okay. Listen. They went in with guns. They came out with jobs. <laughs> <laughs> he <Why>? died. <laughs> you know what? We have, de- we have derailed. Um, <laughs> But what what we will say is that he did an amazing job as the father. Overall, because I know we have like tons of movies to get to. If you haven't seen Purple Rain, I'm shocked because I'm sure it's playing all over cable, all yes. over MTV. But I would venture to say, now I saw this in the theaters and I was way too young and I was so confused. But it was such a powerful use of music to tell a story. Purple Rain, the, the title track, is when it's sung in the movie... It, the weight falls. Um, it fell in the theater. It falls in the movie. It's a wonderful, wonderful addition to your um, movie music uh, collection. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, perfect. Let's now shift. Of course, this is always my job to do a little. You love shifting. You're a shifty. Little, <laughs> a, a little shift right here. We're going to shift right into, and I don't know why I'm bringing this up. I know what you're going to say. Can I say it before you say it? Go ahead. Let's see if you're right. Amadeus. <laughs> you know what? I was going to go. <laughs> Since you said that, I'm going to choose that. There was a backup to that. Amadeus. I've said this before. Let me go. Amadeus is yes about Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Mozart. Played by Tom Hulse, who was in Parenthood, the movie. Among other things, you know, he had his son cool with all of that. <laughs> you know, great casting, but Salieri, his rival. Salieri. Played by the ahead, wonderful mm-hmm. F. Murray Abraham. F. Murray Abraham is one of the most brilliant actors ever. He's almost like the uh, Clarence. <laughs> yes, yes, because it's commitment. <laughs> Now, he played Salieri. He played Salieri on Broadway, won the Tony, I believe, for that. And they, 
wisely chose him for the movie. And if you ever want to see somebody who's plotting revenge, <laughs> you, no one does it better than that. So Amadeus is really, it's just a great film uh, directed by Milos Forman. You not only get the music, but just the whole sweep of it. So if you've never seen Amadeus, 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 one of the best movies ever made, get oh. your butt down on the seat and watch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going to flip the script on you, bruh. Uh-oh. And I'm going to go to television. No, 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 no. no I'm not going to go to television. Uh-oh, you're about to give it away. I was about to guess. I'm going to go <laughs> to film, and this is called the, <laughs> the Five Heartbeats. <laughs> Can I tell you something, bruh? That was my backup. That was my backup. <laughs> <laughs> The five heartbeats. Now, if you don't know, you's about to know. Um, this was directed and written by Robert Townsend. And if you don't know, I mean, he was a, a, a huge comedian in the 80s. And Your man. <laughs> <laughs> the five heartbeats is basically a spin on the temptations. It's not the temptations necessarily. They're... Um, it's, yeah. it's just a, a, a fictional temptation. Right. It's like Dreamgirls isn't the Supremes. Right. But it's it's based sort of um, around those themes. Now, the temptations, or excuse me, the Five Heartbeats has great music because the actual temptations sang the, the, the soundtrack. So yeah. you've got like these great actors they don't have to struggle to sing, but they're, the Temptations are actually singing the music, so it's... They're hot! It's they're they're hot, hot in the house! Stand up! Stand up! <laughs> it's just a wonderful ride, and there's some heart and depth to it, but it's basically about the forming of this fictional Temptation group, and then how and what um, the realities of being in the music business does. Some people make it out unscathed, and some people, you know, their lives are ultimately and forever changed and lost yeah. um, because of that but it's it's an excellent use of music to drive the story it is that's perfectly said and I just want everyone to know that the great Diane Carroll <laughs> is in it and look, don't show up at any funerals like a fool red okay because she will smack <laughs> you like look and we talked about that um before so just know watch out for the great diane carroll and now moving from that wonderful (laughs) selection Uh we're gonna go right into school of rock ah (laughs) you didn't see that coming ah that's a great one oh i love school of rock Rock. it's the title says it all jack black this is when I fell in love with Jack. I literally fell in love with Jack Black. Is this your favorite movie of his? Yes, bar none. I, all out of every movie, I don't care. It I, Jack Black is School of Rock forever. Yeah, I th- you know what? I think I agree with that. And, and School of Rock, it, it's it's so much fun. Let's set it up so quickly. Jack Black's called into a school <laughs> as a substitute teacher, and of he's course. That's right, as a sub. And he he is with kids, all of that. He comes to realize that he can teach these kids music. He's a musician. That's what he does well. And, of course, you can you know where it goes from there. We don't need to flesh it out anymore. The kids are great playing the music. Yeah. He is just so in his element. Talk about commitment. Yes. 
Uh, and remember, Jack Black is a musician. He does. He has his whole comedy thing going. That's right. That's right. Um, so if you if you want something that's endearing and funny and musical, and Joan Cusack, <laughs> <laughs> the principal who's so, sort of trying to figure this thing out. Yeah. Exactly. So great selection. Great classics, by the way. Yeah. Classics. Um, I want to go ahead and we have to throw this in there because it, it, it talk about classics. The Blues Brothers. Now we can briefly. Everybody knows the Blues Brothers. This is um, this was actually a spinoff of SNL. It didn't start as um, you know. It didn't start off that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about these two brothers who love the blues. They're white guys and they are traveling to try and get themselves in this big huge concert um of a lifetime and it stars of course dan Aykroyd, yep and the late john belushi yes and a ton wow a ton of cameos oh so yes I, I just wanted john candy's in that by the way <laughs> James Brown. yes aretha franklin yes aretha ray charles i mean if you just want to hear some good music with some great cameos the blues brothers go ahead and take us out critic Okay, final one. Let's just throw it straight out of Compton. <laughs> Let's just throw it in. Let me straight out of Compton. I talked about this. I don't think it's perfect, but it does have some wonderful moments. One of them, and just to end it on this, is when Easy E first raps, Uh-oh. and they laugh him almost out of the studio. He puts them out, except for Dr. Dre. And I, if you haven't seen the movie, just make sure you see that scene so that you can get some wonderful history. And and you know. Whatever happened with that, it's accolades or not, it doesn't matter. That movie, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, keep producing, brothers. We need even more. <laughs> you know what? There, We have a whole list of, of, of movies that we didn't even get to, and I'm sure we'll revisit this come sometime in the future. Um, we just want to salute all of those movies out there that, um, cat, that, that make music great. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that experience of sitting in a theater or in front of a television and you get to experience the, the music with the story. Um, our hearts go out to all the Prince fans and Prince loved ones out there. We love you, brother. And we know that you are resting in peace. Did you know? Part one. Critic? <laughs> oh, no. You know what? When you say that, I know exactly what this is. <laughs> I have did you know for you? Oh, you know what? I'm going to have to get some did you knows and throw That's them at you. Right, get on it. Listen, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Hard. Who wrote the theme song for the 1991 John Candy smash hit comedy, Delirious? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you know what? Just, we're taking a break. I got to think about that one. Yeah. This episode of Why Watch That is brought to you by Audible.com, the leading provider of spoken audio entertainment, providing digital versions of audiobooks for download to your computer, phone, and MP3 player. Sign up today to try Audible free for 30 days and get a free audiobook of your choice. Visit audibletrial.com forward slash why watch that to get your free audiobook now and to support our show. Did you know? Part two. All right, so 
You know what? <laughs> this is so strange and out of left field. Yes, it is. You know who I'm thinking of? But I'm it's, thinking relevant. Of- it's relevant. It's relevant. It's relevant. Oh, 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 okay. Well, you know who I'm thinking of? Who? What? Randy Newman. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Newman, you know, he's he's written every song, basically, no. from that time period for movies. <laughs> no, you'll be shocked. Prince! Wait a minute. Did yes. you say- Prince! Prince! Prince wrote Delirious. There's a song on his 1999 album that they used <laughs> for this movie. It's a... It, it's- I get delirious. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Prince wrote the things up. Now, this is a wonderful flashback comedy movie about John Candy who plays a soap opera screenwriter who somehow gets a concussion and wakes up in his own soap opera <laughs> so you get all the pangs and the and the drama of something like Falcon Crest or Dynasty but it's starring the love interest is John Candy <laughs> So he has to find his way through this all. It's hilarious. Great cameos. Great and wonderful actors. It is definitely a comedy must see. Back to Why Watch That. Why Watch That Insider. What makes a story great? We could end it right there. Yeah. We were just talking about the music industry and with this transition of Prince and how who's the next Prince and what it goes what goes into making an amazing artist and we obviously morphed into well what makes a great story what makes a good film what makes a great television show and we want to title this 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 discussion excellent storytelling yes and emphasis on excellent <laughs> so. As you know, back in the day, to make a great artist musical, they would uh, physically be trained. Like, they ate, drank, slept. Everything was about um, getting them ready to be an artist. And you recently saw a documentary by Spike Lee that sort of charted the making um, a portion of the journey of making one of one of the greatest artists um, that has ever walked the planet. So. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, this is Michael Jackson. The title of the documentary is Michael Jackson's Journey from Motown to Off the Wall. Hey! And that's exactly what you get. Spike Lee, and we've talked about this, Ref, mm-hmm. is one of our great documentarians. Yeah, and for me, I like that work better. That's just me, though. He has never had a false step in a documentary. I mean, really. Uh, you know, four little girls to the the one about Katrina. You know, when the levees broke, all of that. This, if you like Michael Jackson, a lot or a little, it's going to work. Mm, mm. Seeing because it's not just about the music, which of course is incorporated here. Right, Lee's editing his selections of people to interview when he places it in. When the music comes in, when we see Michael doing his thing, it's brilliant. And it tells you yeah, yeah. the story of how greatness was made. Oh, whoa. My. Michael Jackson, just like you said, look, he was dancing in his sleep. <laughs> because, you know, of all one moment I remember in regards to this, um, Spike Lee is interviewing Kobe Bryant, who had a relationship with Michael Jackson. And Kobe was talking about how... Clarify that relationship, please. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. <laughs> so they had a friendship. There we okay. go. And it was really more because uh, Kobe wanted to pick his brain. And of course, Michael Jackson wanted to do the same. 
Mm-hmm. So Kobe went to Michael Jackson and was talking to him and said, well, you know, how do you work? What do you do? You know, what makes you you? And Michael Jackson said, look, I dance mm. until I can't anymore. Yeah. And Kobe was like, well, what do you mean by that? He was like, no, it's literal. I, I until my legs give out. Mm-hmm. This is what excellence is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is what it is. I would just say, everybody, please, if you haven't seen it, it is a Showtime documentary. Yeah. So it's there. It's on their app. Please check it out. It, it, it will have you up out of your seat dance. So the question is, it yeah. goes back to why, the reason why, I mean, Michael Jackson's a great subject. It's very difficult to foul him up, but what makes it an excellent um, documentary is because you have a true artist behind the camera. And yes. you have someone who has been trained, and training isn't everything, but he's been specifically trained. He is. But it is a lot of things. It's a lot of things. He's been also um, meticulous about the making of his movies. He's a true um, artist. Yes. Uh, Spike Lee. And I was just um, talking about James Cameron, a quote um, or, or a little interview that he had. Now, wait a minute. James Cameron, let me tell you. Yes. Everybody. The Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. Aliens, among aliens, other things. Uh, Terminator. Titanic. Mm-hmm. Titanic. That's right. Uh, so, don't play around with that man. Right, so James Cameron has had, I mean, all of the movies that we've named are movies that have toys and technical toys. What I mean by that, they're big, huge blockbuster movies that require a lot of technology. Yeah. Panic, Aliens, uh, Terminator, uh, Avatar, especially. You yeah. know, all of those movies require those things. And so when you think of James Cameron, you think of, whoa, you know, all the the splash and the and the toys that he gets to play with. No, no, no. When he was interviewed um, by a person, he was like, uh, the, 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 the interview, he was like, hey, you know, I'm a, a student. I, I, I want to get involved in um, filmmaking. What is it that I need to know? What cameras? What, 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 what technology? And he goes, no. He goes, the first thing and the only thing you need is a good story. And you need to know how to tell it. And then what you do is you use whatever you have whether it's your phone, whether it's an eight millimeter, to tell the story. Get your neighbors, get your friends, whoever to put in it, tell the story. Yes. And you and look. Mic drop. There you go. And and that is the thing. Like we don't need you to try to copycat something. What moves you? What is something that you can look at on page and see it on the big screen? Come on. Now, talking about that, <laughs> from the big screen to the small, oh, okay. we both, Ref, watched HBO's uh, film called Confirmation. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, we did. We just talked about a grandiose storyteller in James Cameron. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't always have to be grand. No. Yeah. Sometimes you can strip it all away and just get down to the nuts and bolts. And by the way, everyone, if you don't know, this is about... Clarence Thomas's Anita Hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Clarence Thomas's confirmation for the Supreme Court. Yes, I forgot what happened back then because I, was I didn't. Young. Oh my mm. goodness! Well, not all of it now, <laughs> but you know the ins and outs. And and it was so nice because Carrie Washington plays Anita Hill, um, and she also did some producing on this. So it yeah. was nice to see her take control and 
not have to do the whole scandal Olivia Pope thing. Which ironically, though, the the basis of scandal or the essence of scandal is uh, Judy Smith, who's also executive producer. Judy Smith, her actual historical character is in confirmation. That's right. She was like the fixer for the Bushes. (laughs) Yes, she was. And, you know, who knows what she was thinking? You you know, you can read that into it yourself. Uh, but, But tell us... Ref, because you had some great points about this. Yeah. What stood out to you about confirmation? You know what? With confirmation, it stood. What stood out was first of all, it stripped everything away. It was very much about the the facts and plotting it out one after another. Excellent casting. Yeah. Which is also part of good storytelling. Yes. I know you had something to say about that, uh, Jeff Wright. Ha <laughs> ha. Among other people. Among other people. Everybody was perfectly cast. Um, your girl from the Americans. Yes. Yeah. She she plays one of, we won't get into who in no. the Americans. Yeah. But yes. I mean just just greatness all around it. And you know what? Also with this, when it comes to casting, yeah. And storytelling, mm-hmm. one movie I do want to highlight, Primal Fear. Ooh, now that's a mic drop. Yes. Because sometimes when you have an ending, <laughs> you need the right end. You need the right person. Edward Norton said to the world, "Forget all the rest of these acting suckers. I'm the one here <laughs> who is cashing the checks." <laughs> so if you haven't seen Primal Fear, check that out. A uh, man, that ending part. Ref- it's a great story. Great story overall. I have to wrap with this because I know we're out of time. Yes. It. There are a lot of toys out there. There are a lot of ways. But when you put those things in the hands of people who are true artists, who, who, who understand and always never forget that it's about good, excellent storytelling, it doesn't matter if you have Avatar or if you have Confirmation. If you put it into the right hands, the story will always shine. And now, the pick of the week. The critic's coming at us with a pick of the week. Oh, uh-oh, my god! It's one of his favorites. Yes, it's The Americans, which is on FX. It's created by Joseph Weisberg, who also created Damages, by the way. Mm. Starring the wonderful Carrie Russell, which he swoons after, and Michael Reese. So go ahead, take it away. Yeah, well, Matthew Reese. Right oh, Matthew, now. excuse me. Now, of course, everybody, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that the Americans are about two Soviet spies. Yikes. Who come to this country during the Cold War in the 80s and wreak havoc. (laughs) Okay. Now, the show is now in its fourth season. Got a lot of catching up to do. And talking about catching up, Ref, people are catching up to them whether they know it or not. Ooh, nice segue. Now, they're married. They have two kids. Okay. Spies. They are, that's right. And and they didn't start off loving each other. Okay, this was a job. So now it's the complexities of it. You pull in all the people they're handling. You pull in other spies. One played by Dylan Baker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you pull in Frank Langella. Okay, who was their handler. 
Ooh. is in there, along with Margot Martindale. This is what I'm talking about. So yeah. if you want, if you want that espionage, that nice, slow, thick storytelling with some excellent writing and acting, mm. the Americans is where you need to start and finish. Oh my goodness! I think I might slip away and start it right now. <laughs> Dynamic Network offers podcasts that have something for everyone. Our conversations feature experts who not only inform, but also engage. Interested in sports or entertainment? We got you covered. What about business, current news, pop culture, and politics? No problem. We take care of it all. Check out Dynamic Network at DailyDynamic.com, where every day brings a new perspective. Again, that's Dynamic Network at DailyDynamic.com. Also available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher Radio. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea, and we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.